everyone. I'm Kiran Gill. I'm the executive director of SALDEF, the Sikh American Legal Defense and Education Fund. Today we're just going to be talking about what's SALDEF's mission and our podcast is going to be focusing on social justice. So my first question to Kiran Fanji is, what is SALDEF's mission? So SALDEF's mission, we are a national Sikh American um, advocacy organization um, focused on media policy and education. Our mission is to empower Sikh Americans by building dialogue, deepening understanding, promoting civic and political participation, and upholding social justice and religious freedom for all Americans. And I think for me, um, you know, three areas that SALDEF really focuses on is raising awareness of Sikhism and Sikh Americans, uplifting the community's voice on issues that are of importance to the community, and finally, and I think for me, most importantly, building the next generation of Sikh American leadership. For sure. And do, how can we raise awareness and make a safe space for our Sikh youth going through any situations that they don't feel comfortable about talking with their families or friends? So when I when I think about you know this question or this issue, um, you know I think about my own experiences and experiences of peers. I mean I grew up here um, in the states. My parents you know came from abroad, like many. And I think you know when we go through challenges um, that you're experiencing here as a Sikh American, it's really helpful to have peers and other Sikh Americans that you can talk to that are experiencing similar challenges. And I think that's why programs like, for example, the Sick Lead are so great. Um, you know, we have the Sick Lead National Program where students come for the summer, they get legislative internships, but they also get the opportunity to network with their cohort. Um, and then they get a network of over 200, at this point, 200 other alumni that are part of the program that they can reach out to if they have personal or professional challenges. Um, the, the DC program is open to anyone 18 and above, but the regional program, which we're actually now expanding to 12 different states throughout the U.S., is open to um, high schoolers as well. Um, and it's a great opportunity, again, with some of the working with peers across the U.S., um, but also building those relationships, because I think those relationships and those networks are so important. And even, you know, beyond programs like Sick Lead, I mean, I, I think back to my own um, experience growing up in New Jersey. We were lucky to have a fairly large um, Sikh American community in in the area that I grew up. But I think, you know, the, the programs that we had for, uh, through the Gurdwara, the youth programs, really helped me in my development. And I think as we think about running them, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's organizations, adults, whether it's um, you know, student-led initiatives, I think what's key is really making sure that we create open and judgment-free zones where people sure. feel comfortable sharing, you know, challenges and issues because we're all going, you know, on our own journeys and what we can do, you know, as Sikhs, as Sikh Americans, um, is to really, you know, come and support one another. For sure, and I urge everyone to check out SALDEF's program of Sick Lead because it does a great job of unifying us and explaining how to come together. And in the Punjabi community, we receive a lot of backlash from stepping out and talking and standing up for ourselves. 
how can we create that change and involve the sick youth to come in and create awareness of what is going on in our communities without receiving backlash? Yeah, so I think your your question is about like sometimes you don't get the support of yeah. um, you know elders in the community, and I know there's a diversity of opinions. I think um, one of the things to do, you know, if if your initiative requires that, is to really look for champions in the community because we're not like you know, especially now in my role at Saldev, I've, I've been here for two years, and then my involvement with the Sikh American community prior. You know, we're not a monolithic community in terms of, um, you know, in terms of opinions or in terms of even, in this case, support of youth initiatives. So there may be one person that you talk to that may be not as supportive, but in my experience, there's been, you know, a lot of uh, adults and elders that are supportive. So I think it's a, it's a case of finding who those champions are. A lot of times, um, you know, it's folks that are involved in working with kids and maybe on education committees in Gurdwara. They may be, you know, people that are involved with um, national programs. Um, and then, you know, also, I've personally been involved in, involved in um, initiatives in New Jersey where we found spaces outside, maybe Gurdwara spaces, mm-hmm. where um, we actually developed a, um, a nonprofit the, the nonprofit called the One Project was to bring um, people together to do large-scale uh, save our projects in an interfaith and um, you know multicultural way to bring different members of the community together. And that we kind of determined that was that was something that we could do outside sort of the um, the structure of the Gurdwara. In some cases, it makes sense to go through that. Some t- in some cases, it doesn't. Um, but I think. You know, those two things are just things to think about. And I think at the end of the day, it's some, if it's something you're passionate about, if it's something that you really believe in, you know, just, you know, keep keep at it. Because if it's something that the community needs and larger community mm-hmm. needs or the city community, um, you can definitely find allies. So how can we get the youth involved with activism? I think start by thinking about what issues are you really passionate about. Yeah. Because we all have, you know, so much time in the day, and um, I know youth are <laughs> busy with different activities. But what what is it that really drives you? What change do you want to see in your community? Yeah. And there's opportunities to um, volunteer um, and get involved with a number of organizations. So another thing, obviously, volunteering with Saldev. Um, we would love to have you. We've had a number of different initiatives this past year um, with Sick Vote, yes. which was the big uh, engagement, ensuring that um, the sick community is registered to vote, uh, specifically this year that they were um, aware of how to do that during the pandemic and what, you know, the COVID yeah. um, ch- changes, you know, that occurred because of COVID. We had the census, um, you know, uh, awareness campaigns. We have sick awareness training, interfaith events, SEVA projects. Um, you know, so there's a number of different things that you can do to get involved. So I would just say, if you're interested, contact us. We have a lot of different opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is join programs like Sick Lead, as I mentioned. And as part of Sick Lead, actually, you do a um, a project to benefit the sick community in conjunction with your cohort. It's a great way not only to do SEVA. Um, and get involved with activism, but it's a way to um, also network with uh, like-minded six across the country. 
And then again, follow organizations you care about and trust and share information. I know right now a big, um, you know, a big awareness campaign um, is going on around the Ghassan movement yeah. and advocacy. So, you know, there's a number of ways that people can get involved, um, whether it's share information, uh, whether it's, you know, writing to your congressman, uh, whether it's writing to the State Department, phone banking. So there's a number of initiatives I would say, again, just, you know, look, find out what you're interested in and passionate about um, and go from there. Yeah, and again, I can't emphasize what a great platform SALDEF is because you guys cover everything. And um, examples, as you were saying, as initiatives you guys have were Sick Vote, um, Sick Training, and Sick Lead, which are all phenomenal courses and closer to achieving different ways to get involved with our communities. Being an organization who focuses on sick legal defense, how do we support our survivors of sexual assault in our sick communities? So I think um, I think it's important, um, one, if as we talk about survivors, so CELDEF isn't an organization that focuses on um, victims of sexual assault in terms of, you know, um, Help, helping them get through that experience. You know, we're, we don't have experts on, on staff at SALDEP, but we do have partner organizations that we work with. Uh, Monavi is one. They are an organization based out of New Jersey that deals with victims of sexual assault and domestic violence. Uh, the Sick Family Center is another great resource. They have a hotline 24-7 where they, um, they deal with issues, um, again, of sexual violence, um, of sexual assaults, domestic violence. Um, but, but where SALDEF plays a role, one, is policy, and two, I think, is awareness. And I just want to talk a little bit about the second piece, and I think it's something that we can all uh, really play a role in as we talk about, um, you know, survivors of sexual assault and, and kind of the, um, you know, raising awareness in the community. One issue I think we see whether we talk about sexual assaults, from anywhere from sexual harassment to sexual assault, um, is that there's a tendency in the community to minimize the experiences of survivors, uh, in some cases ignore. Yeah. So I think as community members, we need to, if somebody comes comes to us you know, individually or comes to a committee and shares their experiences, I think we need to A, believe them we need to let them know that they're not alone, and we need to make sure they know that they're not to blame. And I think those are things that, unfortunately, a lot of times, um, you know, we don't see in the community. We see a very opposite reaction. The other thing I think we can do, too, and, and this is, you know, I'm thinking back to, you know, my time growing up and my experiences in the community, and I think we all have, you know, different experiences, um, but, you know, don't normalize abusive behaviors or speech, don't normalize misogynistic behavior or speech. Um, I think, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to think of examples here, even, um, you know, even from in the way that, for example, we talk about women in the community, and I know not all um, survivors of sexual assaults are women, mm -hmm. but um, I, I think we really need to think about um, not, for example, uh, um, talking about like maybe physical characteristics or, uh, or you know, 
sort of summarizing somebody's personality based on behavior that they did or didn't do. I think we need to really, you know, like I said before in your previous question, create open and judgment-free zones um, where we can really build people up. And specifically, and again, I know sexual uh, survivors of sexual assault can be both men and women, but I think the majority are tend to be women. Mm -hmm. Um, That I think we really need to focus on, um, you know, building cores up in our community um, and making sure that their voices are heard and that um, there are spaces where, you know, their voices um, can be heard. And I'd also like to see more cores involved in, uh, for example, management and leadership positions. So if these issues do come to the forefront, that um, there's people that can that can relate, that can understand, and to really, you know, like I said, um, do those things that unfortunately we don't always see, which is believe survivors, let them know that they're not alone and that they're not to blame, and look to, you know, get the tools and resources that they need. I agree. Yes, for sure. And I feel like this is, I blame it on society because we have created this environment where people in our in our own society fear to open up and talk about these sorts of issues because it's too inappropriate or it's just not, like, it doesn't fit in our community and we just we just tend to brush it off. And this is, and I know this does not just happen in this community, it happens in every community. And I feel like people just need to, if you do ever experience any situations like these, speak out, be heard, and you're not alone. You need to, it's not okay what you're going through. Exactly. I think that last part is so critical. It's not okay, and it's not your fault. It's not your fault either, correct. And looking through the lens of Saldef and being able to work with the Sikh Sangat, what are the statistics of discrimination and crime in our Sikh communities, and how can we create more awareness on it? So, yeah, um, this is a really, really good question. Um, so you may be aware that last year, um, Saldef conducted a National Sikh American Survey, we got over 2,000 responses, and uh, according to the survey results, over 50% of Sikhs in the U.S. wearing turbans experience um, discrimination. Um, we know we work closely with the FBI. We know over the past couple of years there has been an increasing number of hate crimes across the country. Um, and we also know that those numbers are conservative because their numbers come in from the different police departments across the country and not all of them report report in so you know those are some data points that um and what can we do to raise awareness um there's a number of things to do and um that we can do and this is also part of what we talked earlier in terms of volunteering because raising awareness is something i think we can all do in our different communities i actually got started with seldef as a volunteer um doing sick awareness training and seldef does uh training programs Um, in schools. We were the first organization to work, for example, with TSA to to make sure that they got sick awareness training. We've worked with law enforcement um, departments across the country. Uh, SALDEF was actually involved last year, or sorry, the year before, in working with the Attorney General's Office of the State of New Jersey to create uh, training uh, that would be um, that would be available and, and mandatory for um, all police officers across the, strip, the state in regards to um, sick awareness. 
So those are some things that we can do. In addition, um, some of you might be aware that SOLDEF uh, for the past several years has um, has run, worked with Comcast to run the national uh, PSA on sick Americans. And that uh, PSA has been seen over 100 million times. And it's actually one of the most viewed pieces on sick Americans ever. So, you know, I think, and again, it's not limited to those two things. There's a number of things that we can do, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's, you know, do training, whether it's um, participate in inter- interfaith events. Uh, a lot of uh, listeners may be in school. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do in terms of raising awareness um, in school as well. Um, so I, you know, I, I think that it's an ongoing <laughs> an ongoing effort that we can all play a role in. Yes, and definitely the youth needs to be more involved because we're the future. Eventually, we're going to take over your position, get in Benji. I'm so sorry if that offends you. It should be. (laughs) Forever, it should be you guys. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. You'll do a great job, probably a much better job than me. No, no, absolutely. I think, um, you know, SALDEF has always seen the importance of arming younger generations with tools um, to advocate for the community. And whether that's um, through a sick leave program, whether that's volunteering um, or mentoring. Um, so again, you know, what we talked about, the youth will one day be, it's the future in leadership positions. Um, the youth will be carrying us forward. And I think it's important that we support your initiatives and we hope that you get involved and stay involved. Yes, and we hope to have answered all of your questions and concerns, and we hope that you are all in Jardikala during this time. Um, if you have any questions about Saldef's or Saldef's mission or any concerns, please reach out. I'll link everything in the bio with the sources that we've all reached. Um, with that being said, thank you for tuning in. Vaigujika Khalsa, Vaigujiki Fateh.